Dew point, right? Dew point. This is 7 Minutes of BS. Building science with a beat. I'm Dan Morrison, editor of Pro Tradecraft. Dew point is the temperature at which water vapor in the air will condense on surfaces. And that is Dr. Allison Bales, a.k.a. the energy vanguard. And so if you have a surface that is at the dew point temperature of the water vapor that's in the space around that surface, the water vapor will start condensing on that surface. When warm air rubs up against a cold surface, moisture moves in. Technically, air doesn't hold water, they hang together. Water vapor is a gas and air is a gas. The two are gassy in the same space. When they start chilling, water vapor is less gassy and more splashy because lower temperatures support less water vapor. If you think about the cold cups of beer that Allison and I were enjoying during the August heat at Building Science Summer Camp, then you're probably picturing a cup with great beer on the inside and a thin layer of moisture on the outside. Condensation. Condensation. The warm, moist air directly next to the cup is cooled to the dew point temperature, so liquid is left on the cup. The dew point of the air right next to the cup is the same as the dew point of the air a foot away from the cup, but the relative humidity is much different. Relative humidity measures the amount of water vapor relative to the amount of air in a space. Dew point, though, is a measure of how much actual water vapor is there. It is basically a measure of, of the concentration of water vapor in the air. So the higher the dew point, the more water vapor molecules are in that air. People are probably more familiar with thinking about how it relates to weather than how it relates to my cup of beer at summer camp. So here's, here's why people get confused about that. Because they, they know that in the mornings, you know, they, they look at the weather on TV or on their app and they see, oh, it's 90% relative humidity or 95% or even 100% relative humidity. That does happen. But at the time they see that high humidity, the temperature is maybe 70 or 75 or 78 maybe if you're on the Gulf Coast somewhere. It's, um, it's not high humidity and high temperature at the same time. As the, the day warms up and the temperature gets up maybe into the 90s, the relative humidity is, is dropping all through that time that it's warming up. Because the amount of water vapor in the space around you depends on temperature. Warmer temperatures mean more vapor can fit, so the relative fullness of the bucket gets smaller. So that's why if you look at the dew point, it gives you a better idea of, of okay, is this a muggy day or not? In the morning when it's you know, 90 to 100% relative humidity, yeah, it's, it's muggy at that time but will it be muggy in the afternoon when it's 90 degrees? A PhD with an HVAC company in GA ought to know about a muggy day. And not only does he get worked up about relative humidity, he gets worked up about relative hyperbole. I have people talking to me all the time, and, and sometimes these are people who should know better, and they tell me, Oh, where I live, we get 90 degrees and 90% humidity. Or I had a builder recently who told me, and you know, he's not one of the building science guys, so um, I, you know, I forgive him for this, but he said, oh, it, it gets to 98 degrees and 95% relative humidity where we are, which is impossible. Well, it's not impossible, but it has not happened, at least in recorded meteorological history, because the record dew point is 95 degrees Fahrenheit, 
in Saudi Arabia. In the, in the United States, the record dew point is, I think, 91 degrees Fahrenheit. And a 98 degree, 95% relative humidity would be about probably a 96 degree dew point, maybe. So it, it would break the world record if he got that. Is it just me, or does it seem like he just calculated a dew point in his head? He can also juggle, by the way. Not that it matters, but dew point matters because... It matters because condensation is important. Um, we're here at Building Science Summer Camp. And John Straub spoke this morning, Professor Straub, gave a great talk on moisture physics. And one of the things that he talked about this morning was condensation inside walls on the exterior sheathing in cold climates. The exterior sheathing is cold in cold climates because it's a cold climate. The temperature is progressively warmer as you move toward the inside surface of the wall, where moist, humid air begins its journey to the cold sheathing. And water vapor from inside the house can migrate into that wall cavity and you get condensation and mold growth. This is a common cold climate problem. You take a hot shower and the warm, moist air gets sucked through cracks in the wall and ices up the inside surface of your wall sheet. Now, what Professor Straub was saying today is that actually, Houston is a worse climate for condensation in walls than Burlington, Vermont because when that water vapor in Burlington, Vermont finds that cold sheathing, the temperatures are cold. And yes, mold can grow, grow but it grows a lot more slowly in, when it's cold than in the temperatures that you have in Houston in the summertime. I don't want to imply that things are backward in either Burlington or Houston. But the general moisture flow is sort of reversed in those places. Moisture always moves from more to less and from warmer to cooler. Well, let's get into phase changes. <laughs> so, air is mostly made up of things that do not go in and out of different phases. Nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, those things are gases at the normal pressures and temperatures that we live in. Water, however, goes through all three phases in the temperatures and pressures that we normally, normally live in. So the um, water vapor in the air will change into the liquid state if it finds a cold enough uh, surface. The, the reason for that is the water vapor in the air has a bunch of energy, it's zipping around in the air. That energy is in the form of heat. And to turn that water vapor into liquid, it has to have that energy removed. Cold sucks the heat out. Cold can take that energy out. Cold literally sucks. The heat transfers from the zipping around water vapor molecules, the water vapor molecules accumulate on the cold surfaces, and and you get condensation. In Houston, the warm, moist air is outside the building and the cool, dry air is inside where the AC so is. So when the water vapor from outdoor air in Houston leaks into a wall cavity and finds the, the back of the drywall, which is maybe 75 degrees, and the dew point outside is 80 degrees, you can get condensation growing on the back of that and it's at a nice temperature for that mold to just grow like crazy. So Houston is worse for condensation issues. It is, however, better for taco issues, and I can personally attest to that. To do dew point right, understand how the moisture moves and be smarter than the molecule. One of the biggest ways to build good assemblies that won't have condensation problems, that grow mold inside the cavities where you won't see it until it's too late, is 
Air sealing. Air sealing seems like the answer to every question we have on 7 Minutes of BS. Air sealing is, is the answer for a whole lot of problems, including this one, because most of the time the air that, that leaks into a cavity is, is um, bringing in a lot more water vapor than the diffusion process. We'll cover diffusion in another episode so that the BS in this one can diffuse into your brain. Because you get paid for what you do and what you know. If you're already working 80 hours a week, it's time to know more. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, SoundCloud, or the Google. And while you're there, give us a thumbs up and positive review. It helps us get found in the algorithms. I want to thank Allison Bales, the Energy Vanguard, for coming on this podcast and encourage you all to check out his blog, The Energy Vanguard. Seven Minutes of BS is a production of the SGC Horizon Media Network.